Now that our friends are starting to dip their toes into their new reality, it is time for another taste of what normal is aboard the Opal Star. They still have a lot to learn about the world and their friends, but that will come in time. There's also the mystery of how Farida's music got to this part of space. But more on that later. It's time for a distress signal and an unexpected detour that will challenge your skills in the way they haven't been challenged yet. It's time for some combat. I believe with the end of session five, you guys had just gotten back onto the ship after having a very, very fun time shopping or hanging out, and there was talk of there being a game night. Because some of you guys decided to be competitive, Tally now wants to pipe the floor with all of you in poker. But she does have some duties to attend to before that can happen, so... She says it'll probably be at about an hour before she can start getting things set up, so you'll have a little bit of time to hang out and do whatever you want. So, what do y'all want to do? Um, Therida, have you released that new song that you wanted me to monitor? No. I was leaving that up to uh, y'all to release through uh, sneaky back channels. Okay. Well, then I'll go ahead and do that if that's alright with you. Yeah. Asking around on the dark web about, hey, who did this song? Okay. And that reminds me, before Tali leaves to go do her stuff, she's going to mention, Oh, by the way, there have been reports about a ship exploding, but they haven't released any names yet. Okay. Still don't recommend letting the Federation know you're still alive, but we'll keep an eye out and see what other news comes out. Okay. I still think that the sneakiness will still work. And she dances out. Uh, She was also going to help. She's still planning on helping. She just okay, has yeah. to go take care of something yeah, yeah. in another part of the ship. You good? Oh, Farida, you want me to release it on both Alliance and Federation internet, or just one? Just the the dark side. Yes, dark side. but which there are different servers. Oh, um, Federation side. Okay. Interesting choice. As if we hadn't left. Okay. Where whoever has been releasing it will be looking for it, right? Probably. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I logic with that. You're cool. Okay, then I'll go ahead and do that. Hooray! So you've released the low-quality riff out <laughs> onto the Federation side, and you're asking, hey, does anyone know who did this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Shazam, but in the 90s. <laughs> Alright, so we'll have to, you'll have to keep an eye out to see who all starts investigating. It's a pretty okay. low-quality riff. <laughs> So after that, what are y'all gonna do? Uh, I'll probably make my way to the game room and start shuffling out. Once you find where all the cards- well, no, I did say there was like a wall where they have a bunch of board games and card games, so you can start looking through those and see if you can find the regular old playing cards. Mm-hmm. I can already tell you, some of the board games you're not gonna recognize what they are. 
That's fine. I was just looking for something relatively similar to a deck of cards. It doesn't take you too too long to find one. You also find a bunch of titles that either you've never heard of before or you straight up can't tell what they say because you haven't learned the languages yet. Yeah, there's it's a pretty well-stocked game room. Mm-hmm. And once you figure out what all this stuff does, you figure you're going to be able to have a lot of fun. Hooray. And Violina, what are you up to? Um, it's a good question. Since I just released the song, I mean, I don't know if anyone would be investigating it yet. It would take a little bit of time, at least. Yeah, this is this is like an anonymous forum post. Yeah. But you released an anonymous shadow in it, and are you on? Did you do it through your business account or through your other business account? <laughs> um, I didn't release it through my account, no. Because, yeah, the Federation thinks I'm gone, so I would probably do it through Shadownet. Okay, yeah. So when you do that, you also notice that you have a new message, and it's from your mentor. He's okay. responding back from where you... Okay, question. How much did you yeah. tell him when you reached out to him? Uh, let's see. We reached out, reached out to him that first night. Is that correct? Yeah, it wasn't long after year you were extracted, so you didn't know a whole lot of what was going on. But you did mention you reached out to him to let him know you're okay. Yeah, I think I would have started with generalities just in case, saying that Federation gave me a uh, mission and it went a little south. So I'm okay, but I'm not coming back to okay. yeah, he like we're not gonna be able to meet for a while except through does he seem normal or should I do a check? I should probably do a check, can I? Yeah, I imagine you sent the equivalent of an email, so you've gotten another one back basically saying that he is relieved to see that you are okay, but he's little worried about how the mission went south. You didn't give him a lot of details, yeah. so he's not okay. 100% yeah. sure if it's just something outside of Federation control, or if it's related to certain backstory things, but uh. he basically like, he's very happy to know that you are okay. So yeah. if there's anything you need to let him know, and he'll keep an ear to the ground if, okay. and let you know if he hears anything. Because okay. right now, did you give him the ship name at all? Would you have given him the name of the ship? A Jaeger? Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Okay. I just don't... I trust her mentor, but it's a sort of thing about being worried if he's compromised or something. Yeah. So she'd want to sort of read his stuff shirts in like the same it doesn't seem off in any way before she gives more details yeah he mentions that there's been some chatter about the Jaeger exploding but he there hasn't been a lot of detail released so he says that he'll basically keep an ear to the ground and let you know if he hears anything more and he'll of course play dumb if anyone asks him anything Uh, I would tell him to please to just very, very careful because I think I would explain the Federation she wanted at someone was from outside of the Federation, one from a different race. We were to pick a, them up 
and we thought it was a package. When we found them, a couple of the people I was with are not from the Federation either. But the Federation blew up the ship bigger. Very careful. I'm safe, but I have to be very careful when looking into this. Okay, so usually when you're talking with him, especially when it's something where it's having to be a little more secretive, he doesn't stay on for very long, so it's He's about to log off soon, but he says he replies that he's glad to know that you are in good hands and that he's always careful. And when you look at the way he's phrasing things, it's you can tell it's from him. Okay, cool. But he logs off after saying that. And he doesn't seem to find it strange at all that you were with someone who was outside of the Federation. Okay. I mean... We kind of knew that people sort of existed beyond the Federation. We just didn't know, like, yeah, ShadowNet servers. A little bit of information, but not much. So. Yeah. It would have been in, like, a private conversation. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something anyone else can access. Anima, what are you up to? I think I'm going to go to the library. I have a question. Did I ever get I didn't go with the other two to get my profile or whatever set up? Oh, yeah. You do have one. They just created, like, a basic setup for you. Tolly and Tearlish did. And Tolly would have given you the information and told you how you can, like, change your password. So you you do have one, and you've had time if you want to go in and change your password and mess around with your profile a bit. You can do that. Okay, well, I'm probably just gonna stick with the basics because I don't know what I'm doing but (laughs) I am going to go to the (laughs) the library and I'm going to look up cookbooks wait what holy shit I'm gonna put it in the chat I came through perfectly clear (laughs) so Anima's looking up cookbooks oh my god it's letting you swear just fine Of course it is. It's just like when I'm tired and the only way I can communicate is through profanity. Anyway, I just stabbed myself with my D4. So, um... Ow, why would you do that? You say that like I did it on purpose. True, you are rather accident prone. You don't even have to do it on purpose. Yeah. Is Anima looking to learn some new recipes? Now you're cutting out again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna go. You can you can control Anima this session. I'm leaving. I'm outie. <laughs> just just say everything is Casey, because apparently the computer only Discord only dislikes when you try and talk as Anima. I'm not. I'm just. Or maybe you have Anima talk louder. I wasn't even trying to talk as Anima. I was just trying to talk as me and explain what the <laughs> hell I'm doing. <laughs> Alright there. I choked on my own spit. <laughs> I do that all the time. Okay. Anima is, is going to look up new recipes. That's what she's going to do. Yay, it finally came through. <laughs> Holy. Okay. Alright, so y'all know what you're doing and uh, after about like 20 or 30 minutes pass, you hear Tearlish page over the comms because he's been on the helm for the, for a while because Spectra's still like taking care of stuff back in her room. And he 
pages over the intercom letting Spectre know that there was a request for help on one of their private communication networks and someone named Maria has been able to contact some of her people after receiving a distress signal and they need someone to check it out. And you hear there's a response over the thing Spectre saying that she will be right there. Is Maria sending the distress signal or is she... If you want to learn more you can go up to the hell and find out. I just wasn't sure that... I don't know if I just heard it with that sentence but okay so there's a maria something with about her people okay yeah i think specter is going to also ask the rest of you if you could please come up to the helm i will do that i'll head there go into the helm so when you get to the helm specter is leaning over one of the side panels while terrible well, Ty, because I can't say his name more than once per episode, <laughs> he is still manning the helm, but Spectral's leaned over typing away at the panel, and Tali also is going to come up and be like, hey, so what's going on? Seems that one of Mary's people's in a bit of trouble. She put a call out on the network, and it's on the planet nearby. Here, we should go check it out today. She received a distress signal from them not too long ago, but hasn't been able to establish contact with them. I'm letting her know that we're going to investigate and we'll let her know when we know more. And there's a little ping after she's done typing and she says, oh, wonderful. It's the coordinates of the last known location. Are you all interested in taking a brief little detour? Yep. Sure. Um, didn't he speak for everyone, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's alright with me if everyone else was fine with it. Yeah, I have some leftover aggression I need to let go of. You always fair enough, to some extent. Not, not always. Oh, <laughs> at least excess energy then. Yeah, yeah, you know, T- test out new uh, decorative ideas. And Anima, I think I got talked over, but I did say yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that happens. Makes editing lots of fun. Right, she's so she's gonna go and be like, right, I've got the coordinates punched in. It's going to be on Pifira. It's, it's not too far from here. And- Signal looks like it's coming from. There's a small village next to one of their trading hubs. A good thing to stop by there and see if I can pick up some new equipment. Well, Tally, you can take the shuttle with the others and see if we can find out what's going on. Alright, sounds good. I might want to get strapped in. This Maria, a friend of yours? I, do so. I say as I strap in, I'm strapping in. Yes, she's a old friend. We started out more as work colleagues, but we've gotten rather close and it's been a while since I last heard of her, but if she needed help, I wouldn't mind helping. I'm entirely sure where she is right now, but I'm sure we'll find out before too long. Ty gets up and walks over to his usual console. Tally sits down at the console she sat down in the first time, and Spectra takes her seat. Alright, right over this way. Well, nice little planet. Gravity is going to be about the same as what you're used to, and Tally can take you there on the shuttle. To be able to get close and hopefully want to take too long to figure out what happened to her people. Ship changes course, and before too long, you see there was you're actually starting to pass by the planet, and she redirects toward and she redirects and starts heading towards it. Before long, Spectra's guiding the ship through the atmosphere. She had Tali relay some information to one of the nearby docks, so they know that the ship is coming in. And she, Land without any real issue, and as Spectra gets up, she turns to Tully and says, Take them to the shuttle, and here she hands Tully a device. She'll help you track down the precise location, and here, hands her another thing. 
Emergency flare. Looks like it's in the woods a bit. Not sure what all the local fawn is going to be like this time of year. Eh, can be interesting here, but hopefully this will be a boring, quick trip. Come on guys, Shell's back this way. Tally gets up and starts walking towards the back. And she guides you back to... I didn't put a place on the map, but there is a little place where you can access. There's... I think there's probably two shuttles. She goes for the smaller one. There's the one that you used to get around on planet, and then there's one for off-planet travel. And she'll explain this as you go in. There's a place where you can grab some weapons. A little armory where you can make sure that you are actually wearing armor if you feel like it and pick up new guns which are going to be laser pistols because counting ammo is something I don't feel like dealing with. We'll all load up and get on the shuttle and does anyone have questions or things they want to talk about as you're getting ready? Always. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Tally, this full of uh, Maria's, are they sort of just not clients? Uh, do we know anything about them besides the location, or is it just go to this location and find whoever's there? Mm, it's it's the second one. She works with really cool people, though, and I don't think it'd be one of her more upper-level people. They're usually equipped to handle a bunch, but then again, we, for all we know, maybe their comms are just down. Still worth checking out. Okay. And sure what we'll... type of flora and fauna is here usually that we need to be worried about the uh, seasonal uh, fauna. I mean, not that different from what you would encounter in the Federation, but every once in a while there's these, like, natural things that crop up that make the animals go a little weird. Most of it's not too bad, you just gotta keep an eye out for when things are behaving not quite like you would expect. Usually it's not aggressive, and most of the really weird stuff has been under control, but just gotta keep an eye out. It's with most places. Yeah. Especially in the woods. The news is, is, this isn't the place with the weird plants that try and eat you. you try and avoid that planet. <coughs> Still choking a little bit, sorry. Please don't die. <laughs> really bad for you. You know what, I'm gonna do my best, but like, at this point, toss up. <laughs> if you die, Jethro will be sad. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll miss our favorite little robot. Well, not a robot. No. <laughs> Every time you say robot, I'm going to do, like, Janet from The Good Place. Yes. <laughs> I love that show. All right, so you all load up onto the little shuttle, and Tali's going to take the helm just because she's more familiar with flying it. And you lift off through the ship, and it's... If any of y'all have been on a shuttle before, this drives very smooth. It's more comfortable than anything you've probably ever ridden. Except for, like, maybe Farida, if you've somehow got a gig where you got to ride in a fancy car. But you were also kind of small back in the Federation, so that might not have been a much of a thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not a normal thing for her. And this is just it's a standard shuttle, and it's pretty comfy. And as you're driving along, Tali's got the little navigation device propped up on the helm and she's using it to sort of track where you're going and you can see off to one side near where the ship had landed there there is a small town and a pretty nice little sort of landing area when you landed you would have seen most of the people in the dock would be cash and prometheans and as you're 
taking the shuttle and you're going sort of towards a large wooded area. Polly will explain that a lot of the population here, it's mostly Cash and Promethean, but I've got some pockets of Dindus and Semantikai as well. And there's a big trading hub kind of nearby. My face doesn't look like my face if we're running across people. Yeah, there's only a couple of people there, but then like once you get in the little shuttle and head off, they wouldn't really be able to see you and you're going away from where the people are, so. Perfect, then I would remove the, the face thing. Imagine Farida's just kind of trying to get in the habit of every time she steps off the ship, turning mm-hmm. her earrings on. Yep. So, you just drive along, and it's going to take about like 10 or 15 minutes to get to where it is you're going, and you'll have the navigation device, which also has a scanner. So if there's anything weird in the area or any sort of security measures, you can keep an eye out for it, as well as a sort of emergency flare that'll draw not only Spectre's attention, but also any other sort of emergency response type people to come and help if anything happens. Cool. I'll have any other questions you'd like to ask or things you'd like to talk about as they're driving along. Does this planet have a name? Yes, it does. It's Pafira. Pafira? Yes. Ah. Okay. I love fantasy name generators. Although I think I ended up using content, the continent one for that one. I didn't like the planet names it was giving me. It does that sometimes. Just did not look like anything I could even begin to pronounce. So I was like, hmm, let's do something different. (laughs) So before too long, you get to a point where the trees are a little too dense for the shuttle to get through. And Tali stops and you feel it gently settle to the ground. She's like, we're going to have to go on foot from here, but it's not a whole lot farther. Now let me see if you start to hear something over the comms, but you can't really tell exactly what it is. Huh, so she does still use the same frequency. As we get closer, we might be able to communicate with with her people. Which could still be damaged comms, not really sure. Should be careful, just in case. What language do they speak? It's not coming out quite clear enough for you to really pick cool. up words, but uh, roll me perception. If you're trying to figure out the language. Let's see. Perception. Twelve. It kind of sounds like it could be common. But it's also kind of garbled. Okay. Some of it you're not 100% sure if you just think it's common because you want it to be common. Or if it's just... You're not 100% sure. Some of it sounds like it might be. Okay. I didn't know if Tally would know or... Well, if you ask Tally that, she's gonna say, I honestly don't know who we're packing up, so couldn't tell ya. But yeah, come on, let's go. The door's open, she gets out, and takes the little navigation device and the flares tucking her belt with her. She's like, should be this way. And she sets off, and I'm guessing you guys follow. Can you do a perception check on the forest? Yeah, go for it. Okay. You weren't behaving, so let me try you. That is a 17. A good perception check, and I knew I should have written the description of the forest, so let's go improv. <laughs> <laughs> the part you're in, the trees have gotten denser, but it's not too much to the point where it's hard for you to get around, or it's not blocking out a lot of the light. It looks similar to what you're used to, but like some of the leaves, like the shade of greens, 
not one that you normally see in tree leaves and like the bark looks like it's different texture. It doesn't look like it's there's something wrong with the trees. It's just it's a different plant and with a very different environment that you're used to. Is there a lot of undergrowth? There's some undergrowth and signs of like animals scrabbling around like little small creatures. Things that look kind of like squirrels, but you're pretty sure that's not exactly what squirrels look like. So aggressive fauna, just things that look vaguely familiar, but not quite. Okay, so like vaguely familiar, vaguely herbivore-ish. Yeah. Okay, cool. Things that look like it could be a rabbit, and you think that's a squirrel, and the birds look relatively the same, except for you've never seen those colors in birds before. Oh, I don't know how much pay attention you would have paid to birds under on the planets you've been on. But you're also, since you've done some traveling, you're used to the fact that there's some things that, like, they might look kind of the same, but they all look just a little different unless someone brought it over and then it just kind of took over and killed the locals. Yeah. I'm betting something eats those. Always. Always tracking the signals. As you get closer, the voices get clearer and clearer. Start picking up more of the chatter, and you don't recognize either of the languages, but Tali seems to perk up at something, and she responds, and you kind of recognize the words as being potentially Dindus, and the conversation stops on the other side, and then there's a brief response, and, she, and then she switches to comment. It's Talamira from the Opal Star. We received word from Maria that something had happened. We were just coming to check it out. Oh, thank goodness. We've been out here for a while. We're coming to check inventory for the next trade day and just heard something growling outside. We're not sure exactly what it is or how many there are, but we've been stuck in here for about a day. If you could do something about what's outside so we can doubt if you're at that would be fantastic. We'll see what we can do. Is there no external security system? Oh no, the, the cameras are down. We, that was one of the things that's supposed to be repairing, but I haven't been able to get outside to do that. That's alright, we'll get you taken care of. Security fighting outside, just stay inside until we're, we'll let you know when it's safe to come out. Okay, thank you. Well, I turns to the rest of you. Looks like some of the local fun is hanging out outside the, the door. This should be fun. Definitely. Instead of her usual prancing, she just kind of right. sort of does a little crouch, walks over her steps, or more silent. And everyone, roll me perception. Seventeen again. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Emma. At the dirty twenty. All right. So you all hear growling. Farida, you can't quite tell exactly how many things that are growling, but there is a growling sound. You can't tell how far it is, and. Holly also can't tell how many there are, but she does know how far away it is because she has the navigation device that's telling her how far away the signal is. But Filena and Anima, you can tell whatever it is, there's about two of them. And roll me Xenobiology, the three of you. Ooh, that's a four. Okay. I got a 19. Wow. <laughs> nice. Again. This is the second... 19, 19 I've gotten in a row. Okay. And Erda? That's a one. You are very distracted by something and you're not entirely sure what it is. Melina, you also have no idea what this growling thing yeah. is other than there's two of them. And it's organic, probably. Yeah. 
It's it's most likely organic. Erda, you're, you're just like, there's some demon spawn and we're all gonna die. <laughs> but Anima, you... You're pretty sure it's a bear. Doesn't sound like the bears are used to, but it... it you just, you get a feeling it's a bear. And Tali's also gonna say, I just, just alien bear. There's two of them. And Tali's gonna be like, Usually the bears stay away from people and they're not hard to scare off. Yes, that'd be interesting. We try to sneak up on them? Yeah. Hey. Maybe the best way to do it or find some way to distract them off somewhere. If somehow the people wandered too close to their cubs, that might have drawn the bears out. Not entirely sure, though. Yeah, let's, let's try and be sneaky. As you're getting closer, probably looking at the navigation devices. Okay, we're getting close. Any closer, they'll probably be able to hear us. So we need to be sneaky, okay? Y'all have any ideas of how you want you would want to do this? She's looking to the three of you because she's just curious to think what you would want, how you would want to approach this. Probably quietly. Don't know if they're facing us or not. Should we try to spread out a little bit? That even if one of us is found, there's won't be immediately seen? Yeah, that'd be a smart way to do it. We all take different directions and maybe see if we can scare them off. We don't yeah. want to spread out too far, otherwise we'll send them running into one of us. Yeah. Also, if we're too far, I can't use protection on anyone. Yeah, that too. It is hard to protect someone that's, like, 15 feet away from you. Yes, exactly. Don't you have to be close enough to hit them to be able to protect them? My range is 5 feet on that protection. They have to be within melee range. Melee range? That melee range is typically about- well, it kind of depends on the weapons. Most weapons, if you're going to melee hit someone, you've got about five feet reach. Mm-hmm. So you guys are gonna fan out, and Tolly's gonna sort of go with whatever you guys do, and she's under her breath in Dindus. She's letting the people know what they're gonna do. And I need all y'all to roll me a stealth check. Yay! Hey. Mm. Sixteen. It's okay. Fifteen. Woof. Okay. Six. Almost caught. Okay. Valian and Ferda, you're decently quiet, but only an anima. I'll make a couple of things. And there's like a pause in the growling. I'm sniffing. And then it sounds like it's coming towards you. Boy. I'm gonna keep an eye out, but... Anima, how do you proceed? I, well, I don't know if you realize that you were not being very sneaky. I mean, if, like, I stepped on a twig and it cracked, then, like, obviously, like, that's bad. And I also imagine with Anima, there's a bit of a and some, like, jangling, well, no, you're, that, that's not how Robert works in this game, I promise. But you're both making a little more noise than you mean to, and probably close enough to, like, you can, you can see them. They're not, like, close enough to attack, but you can sort of see the shape of these bears, and they're pretty big. I don't know, Anima, you might have, like, maybe seen bears at a distance, but I don't know, fair enough, Filena, would do you think y'all would have seen bears before? I did get the xenobiology role. I think we would have seen what? Bears before. I uh, probably in like a book or something. Maybe at a distance yeah. once. Like like maybe right. at a distance. You've probably seen pictures. Yeah. Because you're looking at them, they don't look like with all the other but wildlife you've seen, they don't look quite like what you're used to seeing bears look like. 
not like extra appendages, it's just there's something about it that seems off. Mm. So I was just gonna pause for a second, like gesture for Eileen and Fair to just sort of like go around it a bit more and then gesture at Anima to like keep moving forward. Okay, I'll go around. So you're not that far from a clearing. I imagine you're kind of trying to walk behind trees, but there's a little clearing. You can see the outline of what looks like a little storage shed and you can see the bears between the trees. Are there cubs? No, it's just it's just two bears. Ollie's just, just gonna pause and watch them for a second. Okay, that's strange. That's... I'd mental missive Tally and be like, so are we still scaring or are we past that? I just had her roll as you know biology roll to see if she knows this is a thing I know that I know about them. Mm-hmm. She doesn't respond at first, she's just kind of sitting and watching. And she mental misses back. These bears are sick. How much we can do for them and the only way we're getting to that door is gotta put them out of their misery. So oh. let's get this over with. And while she's saying this... So mental missive is silent to everyone else. Yeah, but Ollie's face looks... She, she's looking kind of concerned. Huh. And as she's saying this to you... Let's see if the bears have... Oh yeah, the bears definitely know you're there. You can hear them, like, sniffing and snuffling around. And- Up to or all of us. I don't know what all y'all can do about your scent, because the bears um, have a real keen sense of spell, and I just rolled a perception check for them, and they got a 19, and they have plus 3. So they know you're there. Okay. They know that there are people there, and you could just hear the growling getting louder and more aggressive, and you, someone, you hear the person in the comp saying, I hope that's not you guys. They sound like they're getting ready to attack something. I'm going to step out into the clearing, and say very loudly, I will take the left one. Y'all focus down the right. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try to mesmerize the one on the left. Okay. What do you have to roll to do that? Starting at second level, I can use my Esper power to charm, immobilize, and stupefy other beings. As an action, I can use this power and select any target within five feet of me. So I'm gonna walk like straight at it. Okay. That can also see and hear you. The target must then succeed a wisdom saving throw using my channeling save DC as the difficulty. If failed, the target cannot move and is considered both both dazed and incapacitated until the end of my next turn. It can All be right. maintained by expending an action each turn. The target takes damage, moves out of visual range or auditory range, then it uh, ends. So it's All just right. a feel. So, wait, do you roll or do I roll? Uh, you roll. Alright. And what, save, what kind of saving throw is it? Uh, wisdom. Alright. Yes. So, wisdom that is going to be a 13? I don't think that makes it. I think I'm 14. Alright. So the bear on the left just kind of stops. I'm going to count this as a surprise round. Well, no, not really. Because they knew you were there before you did that, so... I need to roll initiative. Yeah, everyone roll initiative. I have bears to roll initiative for. Did we add anything to initiative? You should have a initiative bonus. It's going to be right above your movement speed on the character sheet. Okay. 18. All right. Uh, Farida? That's going to be a 17. Alright. And... Anima? A 16. Alright. Holly did not do great on that. Alright. Mm. But, okay. So... Do you have to be for that spell to work, Farida? Do what? How close would you have had to get to the bear for the spell to work? What's the range um, on it? Within five feet. Okay, so you're five feet away from the bear. 
So that was bear number two. Bear number one is going to be very upset that someone just came up and did something to his friend. So it's going to try and bite you. Close to my to Farida. We spread. I don't. Hmm. I imagine Farida would at least be on the other side of Tally. I'm picturing it was from, from right to left, it'd be Anima, Tally, and then Vi and Farida, in whichever order y'all would want to have been in. But I don't think you're quite close enough. Okay. Going to be. Does an 18 hit? Uh, it does. Squishy, are you, Farida? <laughs> it's going to bite you for. That is going to be five damage. And then it's going to also try and claw you. Great. Which is an 11 to hit. That does not hit. So it goes to swipe. You're able to jump out of the way, but you also have bite marks in your arm now. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably go like bit your leg because that would be closer. And it reminds me because these things, the, the bears are infected with kind of, it's like, what's this plant's version of rabies? Good thing I have advantage against poison and disease. Still, I gotta roll me a con save. Trying to find my god. Save. And I have advantage. Uh, the first one was a 17. Oh yeah, you're good. <laughs> it's a hot, hot. And the second one was 15, so 17. Yeah, it's not that high of a DC, so you're, you're good. You can see it's 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 slobbering slightly, its eyes look crazed. It's basically frothing at the mouth, but there is no effect other than you just had a bear take a chunk out of your leg and that hurts. Yep. Alright, so next up in the order is... Yeah. So there's the bear that Farida has mesmerized and the other one that just took a chunk out of her leg. Which one are you going to attack? I said attack the right one, not the one. <laughs> Wait, did Farida roll for initiative? I rolled. I had y'all roll initiative after she made the move. That was kind of what started the encounter. I would have given y'all a surprise round, but I said that the bears had already noticed you. So that might not be exactly how it's supposed to work, but it's how it works this time. It's so I... This one looks stupefied. The other one now has blood dripping from its teeth. Is it just bit Farida? Hard. Oh. I have a question. Are the bears within five feet of each other? Yeah. There is within five feet of one of them, and the other one rushed up to attack her, so yeah. Okay. Can do this. It is also okay. within five feet of the bears. Yeah, but that doesn't matter for what I'm planning to do. I'm gonna do Death Strike with my saber, so I can deal extra damage since they're- since the two bears are within five feet. Alright. Hey, let's see. Remember, so it's um, what I roll plus proficiency, correct? Yes. Oh, ability modifier. Okay, so since it's a finesse weapon, I would add dex. Yes. Yes. As any special things. Sorry, it's been a while. It has been. I'm just like, wait, crap. How how do combat encounter? How do combat encounter? <laughs> okay, I got twenty two. Mm, yeah, you you hit it real good. Okay, now you throw all the damage. Yes. It's the D8. Okay. Adding to do. <laughs> okay, so that's 10 plus us. I thought I thought this was going to be a challenging fight. To be fair, we haven't dealt damage to either of them. Mm, Violina has. She's just doing the math on how much she's done. <laughs> that math is taking a while or she's gone again. <sighs> Seems I've given my connectivity problems to her. How much damage did you do? 13 slashing damage. 
It's looking real hurt. <laughs> it's looking real hurt and it's looking really pissed off. <laughs> and next in the do you have anything else you want to do? Do you want to move or stay where you are or have any bonus actions? Okay, I would like to take a bonus action. I have cunning action, which I can do on each turn. I can also do okay. death strike on each turn. So as my cunning action, I am going to hide. And I'm not going to be in range if I can help it. What are you hiding behind? You're just going to like duck behind Farida? Oh. I mean, my walking- oh, wait. Aren't we in the woods? We're in the woods. Yeah, you would have to step away and find something to hide behind. How far away were the- I can only move once per turn? You can split your movement, but you can only move a certain distance. Okay, how far away from me were the bears when I started my turn? I- you probably had to move, I'd say- about like five, maybe ten feet to get up to them to be able to hit them. My movement speed is thirty, so I can move back. So you're you're gonna move back and hide. Yes, I'm gonna hide in the foliage. So you are distinctly not disengaging before you move away. No, I mean it says it's cunning action. You can take a bonus action in each of your turns in combat. This action can be used only to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. Okay, so I'd be taking opportunity attacks, basically. Yeah. Okay, then can I dash away? Dash just means going further, I believe, so I think you'd still get an opportunity attack. The only way to not get an opportunity attack when moving out of melee range is to disengage. Oh. Well, okay. Then I'll just take it. I'll take the hit. Alright. Attack bonus for bears. So that's gonna be 14 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's my AC. So. Okay, if it meets it so you it's going to claw you so you are going to take eight slashing damage okay it's claw just rips into your leg as you run away hide behind a tree okay so i am hiding now you can get to a nearby tree and hide behind that okay so that wasn't a normal attack okay yeah then i'll hide oh bears get multi-attack it just it only got one attack on you okay as an opportunity yes Okay, then yeah, I'm I'm hiding. Took a lot of damage from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, this might not have been too easy. Alright, Ferda, it's your turn. Oh, okay. So I get to go again. Yeah. Right. Because I rolled high and was taking initiative. I will refresh the mesmerize. Hmm? The power can be maintained by expending an action each turn if the target takes damage. Yeah. Do I make another saving throw? I don't think you get another saving throw. If you're recasting, or does a, do I just roll a saving throw on the bears next turn? Turning as an action, blah, 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 see, saving throw. If failed, they cannot move, both dazed and incapacitated, until the end of my next turn. This power can be maintained by expending an action each turn. Or the mesmerize effect ends. The effect does not have any kind of sign of ending. I just have to stay as close to it as possible. Just can't do anything. So yeah, it probably it gets to make a saving throw every turn or it just stands there. But if the, it makes it saving throw, that's its turn. The skill doesn't say anything about repeated saving throws. It doesn't usually work where if it's an effect like that, they get to make a saving throw on their turn. It it would usually, and that's because it usually says it in the skill. Yeah. I guess bear number two is useless then and you're just standing there 
Yeah, I can't do anything. I'm using all of my action to make this hold. Okay. I guess that's it. You're staying there? Yep. All right, Anima, it's your turn. That one bear that's real hurt, the other bear, Ferda, has mesmerized. It's just drooling on the ground. For flavor, I'm holding an illusory uh, chair and a whip like a lion tamer. <laughs> I love that. A tiny sparkling top hat has has made a home on top of my head. <laughs> that's Maybe that's why Tully rolled so low. She's just like, Ferda, what are you? Oh, wait, bears. Oh, yeah, right, bears. Awesome. Here's her thing. <laughs> What if you die because of this? Well, hey, it doesn't get to make a save, so it's it's a pretty good payoff, I think. As long yeah. as no one attacks it. Yep, as long as no one attacks it. I take my turn now, please. Okay, I'm gonna run up to the hurt bear. Okay. And I'm just gonna... I'm going... Actually, I... The closer you get, you, you can tell, even though you've never seen what these bears normally look like, they're obviously sick. Yeah. I wanted to see if I wanted to do... I have a special hit. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to do an imbued strike on the hurt bear. So imbued strike, you get advantage on the attack roll and... Oof. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Anima! So, note to self. Next time, pick something bigger and nastier to throw at you guys. Got it. Nope. All nope. right. Nope. I'll do attack. Actually, imbued strike activating it is my bonus action. Okay. I'm going to take a bonus action to do imbued strike, and then I'm going to hit it. Then you're going to roll to hit. Give me that roll. Okay. This one's a 10. This one's also a 10. And then I add... Total is 15. Okay. That hits. Roll me damage. Okay. 1d8. 8. And then with the imbued strike... I get additional damage equal to my level, so 8 plus 3 is 11 damage. How do you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt. Just gonna... It's not the only one. It's just most people probably get it from him. I've been listening to a lot of Critical Role recently, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so... I'm gonna hit it, and because I have imbued strike, it kind of does like a... It kind of shines a little bit as I hit the bear. It's an imbued strike, so it's a little shiny. You just want to go for a beheading so it's quick and painless? That's the best way to make sure it doesn't suffer, because it's hard to suffer when your head's gone. Yeah. I don't really like yeah. that, but I don't know how else to be, like... You can just punch it really, really hard in the back of the head. With a sword. With a sword. Sever its spine. Or sever its neck. That's more decapitation. Uh, well, it's the yeah. the final shot in bullfighting, is right behind the skull, and it immediately kills the animal. You hit it right in that spot, so it, it collapses immediately, and is dead. Yeah. And its friend is just sitting there, mesmerized, watching as his friend dies. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, it's oh, watching God. me give it the, give it the old razzle dazzle. It it has no idea <laughs> what hit it. The bear might even be having a good time dancing along. Oh, it's Tali's turn. She's just gonna look to you, fair to be like, can we attack this one now? Go for it. Alright. She takes out her light pistol and she's just gonna shoot it. Boy. So she she's just, you know, shot to the head. 1d6 damage. Where'd... Oh, come on. 
Oh. She shoots it and it just grazes enough to do one point of damage. No. You get a new wisdom save. Alright. It rolled a dat 20. There you go. So it finally broke out. Okay, wouldn't it break out automatically? Because it says if the target takes damage, the mesmerize effect ends. Uh, On the second paragraph. Or once the effect ends. It's second paragraph, the power uh, expanding in half. Uh, yeah, this power damage? can be maintained. Yes, the mesmeric effect ends. Then there is no need to save. So, but you, you're out of it. The bear just shakes its head for a moment. Mm -hmm. It's, it's angry. I would have so. I think at this point, everyone, hold me perception. Or oh, wait, no, correction. You don't need to roll passive because you hear the sound of like lumbering and crashing and angry growling noises as another bear charges into the clearing. Great. Third bear. Third bear. Yes, there is a third bear. Wait, so. does the third bear know that I is there? Probably not. I'm gonna say no just because you're hiding. That is going to go after... Oh dear, I rolled it before and was like, I'll do it based off of initiative order. It's going after Tali. <laughs> well, she hasn't been hit yet. It just, she swears, and like, fine, and Faraday, you can't tell what she's saying, because it's in Dindus, but you can tell it's not happy. And then, but you just hear her spirit yelling in Dindus, holy shit! Does the um, uh, bear look any different than the others? It's also rabid. Sure. It lands the bite attack, and the claw attack. I am so sorry, Tali. <laughs> I'm not close enough to Tali. Actually, no, unless you moved, you should be, you should be next to her, but I don't know if you would be within five feet. I went next to the bear to hit the bear, and I didn't go back because I wanted to protect Farida. Okay, yeah, so for the bite attack, oh, ouch, does eight on the bite, and, ow, that d4 is broken. So six on the bite, and I got two d4s, plus two, so it's... Mm, that no, ow. <laughs> That's ten, so Tally's not doing great right now. Yeah, so she's oh, mm. That's like eighteen total. She's still up, but bad. Barely. <laughs> she's barely she's the same mm. level as y'all and that just took out over half of her health. She's mm. like bleeding profusely and not doing well and y'all are about to lose your medic. Tally oh. has the flare. Right? Yes. She has the emergency flare. Okay, so that's Bear Three's turn. Violina, it's your turn. Okay, I have... I can do something about the new bear. Oh, I might be able to do something too. A question for the DM. Yeah? The third bear would be surprised if I hit it because it doesn't know I'm there? Yes, because you are hidden. Okay, then I have a question. I have something called Vital Strike. Okay. Let me read it to you and see if this is... If it's doable, if it's not, then I'll think of something else. Okay. Have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that has not yet taken a turn combat. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Okay, so it has taken a turn, but it doesn't know you're there. Yeah. It wouldn't have advantage, but it would be a critical hit. Is that correct? Okay. Is that yes. what would happen? Yes. Uh, okay, and what happens with critical hits? Is it that you roll twice your damage? I think the way you, most people do it is you roll the dice, double it, and then 
add whatever relevant modifiers. Correct, Victor? Yes, you just double the damage dice. And then add any modifiers that you would add to it. I'll do that then, because the other one's not going to be surprised. Probably. Okay. Okay. Oh no. Okay, let me do a thing. Six. Nine. Doesn't hit, does it? Did you add your proficiency plus dex? Yeah. Eight. And it's a nine? Yeah, because I rolled a four. Oof. Yeah, no, it 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 misses. Okay, well, it gives another target to be pissed at, I guess. Two very angry, very rabid bears. And is there anything else you want to do? Maybe. Let me see. <laughs> Let's see if there's any way I can fix this. Uh, nope, because that requires an action. Let me see. I mean, I guess I could disengage to not take a opportunity attacks. So it's still me, but it would have to move. And you're currently only in melee range of one of them, so yeah, you can you can disengage and back up to get more space. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. You will get no more surprise on the bear. Yeah, I know. As you, I, I'm imagining your strike, it moved right as you're about to do it, just like, and even though you were there, just happened to move, and it just ruffled its fur, and it's just like, what are you doing, human? You die next. Well, not human. What are you doing? It's like, well, you die next. You touched me. Okay, next person's idea. Erda, your turn. Alright. Well, I am going to cast influence on the fresh bear. Okay. And what does that do? For that, you must make a wisdom saving throw. And on a failed save, it pursues the course of action I describe to the best of its ability. The suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration. It failed. <laughs> I got a four. It failed. <laughs> I'm going to say run away as far as you can. All right. Can't remember, does it do that now or does it do that on its turn? Let's... What am I looking for? Oh, when it does it? It probably does it on its action. Okay. So it's just, it's it's going to run away, and they run really fast. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to do? And I'm, I'm also going to just say to everybody else, don't touch that one. If you heard it, it's going to forget what I told it. And did you do that on the new bear or the one you had met? It was the new bear, right? This is the new bear. And that cost me a lot of talent points. <laughs> so I hope it stick, sticks. All right. Anima, it's your turn. You have one angry bear and one that Farida's told you to not touch. The angry one's the one right in front of us, right? Yeah, it's going to be the one closest to you, because it was the one that attacks Tally that looks like it is about to bolt and run for the hills. Okay, I'm going to attack the one in front of us with my saber. Okay, hold a hit. 23 to hit. Three to hit. Three? Just three? Not 23? T3. Two, three. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that hits. I, I just, I heard 23 and then I heard three. And I was like, wait, what? That's two very different numbers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you hit. You hit real good. I, I do it real good. And my um, imbued strike has run out, so. Yes, unless you want to do minor retcon and, because I, I don't know how often you can cast that, but I. I can do it three times. And I get those back after a sh that's cool since we're still new to combat i will if you want to have a small retcon and say you use that you're welcome to oh i'm good with my role thank you okay 
So, what's the damage? <laughs> that is a six. Okay. And you added your proficiency and dex, yes? That is with proficiency. Um, is finesse weapon, so I can also use strength, and my strength is better. Gotcha. Oh, six damage? Damage. Yeah, I rolled a one. Do you have extra attacks or anything else you want to do? Well, the only thing I see that I can use as a bonus action is that imbued strike ability or a second wind, but I haven't gotten hit, so... And I don't get my second attack until fifth level, so... That's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, bear number two's turn. And since you just stabbed it, it's going to take that personally and it's going to turn and try and bite you. And it rolled a 17. Was the plan. Did it roll? It got an unnatural 20 for a bite attack. That does hit. Okay. All right. It's going to chomp your leg because that's been what it goes for most of the time. And so that's going to be six damage and then it's going to claw and it's going to claw you and that'll be a 15 that still hit that does not hit damn you are a tank (laughs) (laughs) so it goes to swipe and you just you just smack it away with your shield and it looks vaguely confused by this and i do believe it's tally's turn so i think what she is going to do I'm just gonna have her shoot it again. And that definitely hits. It does three damage. This one's taking a lot longer to take out. And then, I don't know if there's anything else she can do. What can she? She's gonna disengage and move out of melee range. (laughs) She might go back sort of towards one of the trees so she's still close enough to shoot, but further from the bear. Can she disengage? Is that a thing she can do? Yeah. According to what I was able to find, she can disengage. Just good. She's got like what nine hit points left. Got nine hit points yeah. left. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, she needs to heal up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has twenty five hit points still. She has twenty seven total. <laughs> I'm glad I disengaged. Mm. Yeah. She's just gonna kind of like tuck herself behind a tree and be like, "We got this, guys." No. <laughs> Vi gives her a look in response to that. Alright, like, so it's really? Bear Three's turn. And it just sits there for a second, shakes its head, turns, and then runs for it. And it gets about 40 feet till the end of its turn. It's just like lumbering off into the woods and sounds vaguely panicked and vaguely confused. And so just gonna kind of keep running, I guess. Yep. Running in that direction. So Fair just told it to run. Yes. It's going to keep running until something stops it, so that bear's not an issue. Still have bear number two, who has been around for a while now, and Violina, it's your turn. Okay. Let me see. Okay, does it look hurt or just angry? Both. Okay. It doesn't look as hurt as bear one did after your first attack, but it's it's looking pretty rough. Hurted a little bit. How close am I to it? Okay, so you ran back and hide, but you're close enough to where you can run up and get an attack and still have some room to move out of the way. Okay, so I could disengage again. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll just try to hit with my saber. Let's see. All right. Ooh, that's not much better. That's a 10. Oh, no. Armor class is 11. 
You miss. Did I disengage? <laughs> just like, that bear just kind of shifts out of the way nope. consciously. <laughs> so she backs up. Okay, Farida, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna shoot it with a force bolt. Okay, so what do you need to roll for that? Or do I need to roll? I roll for that. Make a ranged channeling attack? What do I, what would I add to that? I think it's the equivalent of your spell attack bonus. <laughs> hmm. I don't have that on my collection of sheets here. It should be on there on the spell list sheet. It. Yeah, that's... I gotta go find that in... I can pull you up. Trying to load. Yes, I know what email account I'm sent in to. Thank you very much. Bonus is a plus five. Okay. So I roll with plus five. That's a lot. What is it? Okay, so rolling a d20. What are you? You're a 13 plus 5, 18. That hits! And that'll deal a d10. Okay, then roll that and add the appropriate bonuses. That is four, and I don't think that there are bonuses because this is a cantrip. True. Alright, so... Force bolt. Four points of force damage. When that hits, the bear staggers slightly and then looks over at you and it's just so angry because it was just doing its deluded not all their bear thing and you guys have just wrecked his friends anima it's your turn he's still standing barely oh that's a bad part um then i'm going to do action imbued strike this is my second imbued strike i can only have one more short rest First roll is a 17, second roll Definitely hits. an 11, 17 plus strength and proficiency, that is 17 plus 5, that's a... Just need to get 11 or higher, so you, you hit it real good. I hit it real good. And roll me damage. Uh, with my saber, that's 1d8, that's 5, my strength and proficiency, that's another 5, that's 10, plus my level, that's a total of 13 damage. How do you want to do this? It had five left. <laughs> did I kill both of the bears? <laughs> Amazing. Yes, you okay. did. Both the bears. Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing that I did the other bear that I killed. You hit it in just the right spot, and it just collapses to the ground. There's a moment of silence as Tolly's just sitting there. It doesn't sound like there's any more bears coming. Aboard the Opal Star is an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Toiber as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. Victor, and I'm playing Farida the Prometheus. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Vilina Sorel the Eldori. Music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what we're doing and would like to support us, please consider leaving a review or donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial.